Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> still too international for my tastes. <laughs> okay. okay, just trialling more openers to replace Good Afternoon now. Bonjour, that madame's mesels. <laughs> yeah. Might get you to do the French uh, like they do at the Olympics. If you but... do, hello, hello, I can give you the French. Okay, hello, hello, hello. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. <laughs> Um, Which is so, not what French policemen say when they investigate a crime. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. What have we here? Uh, so we're saying, Willkommen, willkommen, willkommen. Was haben Sie here? <laughs> so, not, we're going to cross that one off the list. Howdy, howdy, howdy. What have we here? Um, Sorry, yes, we're crossing that off the list. Hello, hello, hello. Not the new opener. Okay, Although, would we, we've got 170 options, cycle through every language. I think it's actually 7,000 languages on Earth. When we cycle through them, just doing hello, hello, hello. Through the hello, hello equivalent. Yeah. And I'll I'll now cease judgment, and that can just be the opener every week, is a different language with you as a Bobby, which you have played before in a professional modelling capacity. (laughs) (laughs) Doing hello. Did you know know that story, Jack? I don't think so. Andy Andy was involved in a runway show for Maya when we were at uni. He thought he'd been given a modelling job. Yeah. And um, so I was pretty excited, Jack. I was like, this is my first chance to be a model. (laughs) Word spread like wildfire around uni. Oh, Andy's modelling now. And he's, you know, know, Jackie Winkler, Bachelor. Yeah, that's what he wants to do. The baby steps. It was part part of the campaign. And then I was about 20. And then I got there and it was. News filtered back. How was your modelling gig? Did you meet? Yeah. Was it Mimi McPherson? Uh, Mimi McPherson was on the catwalk. Sarah Hare was there. Not Sarah Murdoch yet, I don't think. Um, We're talking anyway. 2001. Yeah. And um, I get there and I was like, there's all really, really hot chiseled guys. I'm like, oh, shit. I remember. And me and the guys are like, oh, who's this nerd? (laughs) Pointing at Andy. (laughs) And then... They showed me through, and like they're going, I'm going past all the cool suits. <laughs> and he's like, like, I'm gonna need 45 minutes to do some sit-ups. <laughs> <laughs> like they pass all these cool suits and like swimwear and stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, where am where am I going? I got into another room, and it was me and one other guy that was not, not a model. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I knew that I was in his batch of people. And what we were was the scene setters. Yeah. So, like, if they were bringing out, like, new winter coats, we came out dressed as bobbies, yeah. like English bobbies. Uh, one of their themes was, like, London winter. Yeah. And so the models got to dress in the Burberry coats <laughs> and Andy got to come out as a bobby. <laughs> so how many different costume oh, changes did you the other worst one I had was... <laughs> they, they Tell were, them about the beach. They were, yeah, they were, they were, <laughs> They would do and he had to come out as a piece of seaweed. <laughs> it was like he was in a year three play of The Little Mermaid. Oh, we don't have any roles for you. You can be the seaweed. Have you got any roles? So all, the, all the hot guys are in like the newest board shorts, yeah. right? And I had, it's so funny that you're, I had, you're still jealous of their clothes because it was like cool suits, newest board shorts. Well, just to put in perspective, I was in oversized board shorts, a Hawaiian shirt, and you know those sunglasses that are too big for you, like ridiculously yep. big yep. sunglasses. Yeah, they cool models wear them. <laughs> I had one of those holding a giant beach ball running down to set the scene. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> wasn't. They don't do it enough. I've never seen another modeling oh, show I was with this. Say, I can't really picture it. Like I can imagine it, but I haven't seen anything that can draw no, from my memory. No, no, like, no. Like, like, I don't think you know, when you do Victoria's Secret, do their angel show, they don't have a fat bloke come out as an angel first. <laughs> <laughs> or a fat bloke in a robe go and a beard go, I'm God. And would you please welcome my angels? <laughs> Thanks for setting the scene. We would have been confused if you didn't. <laughs> yeah, there should be more scene setting. Oh, uh, hey, let's get into the podcast. Yes, um, let's pick it up from something last weekend. Yeah. Um, people may remember this. Uh, thank you to everybody, the very important, uh, sorry, valued yep. and important podcasts, our VIP list. More and more people it's are, boomed now. are signing up to that it's to be a, a, more of a part of the show, well, as more we, involved member. As we've had to say in the last couple of episodes, because we, we no longer have a phone line in anymore. Mm. Uh, it's not a live show, but we do have phone lines out, yep. many of them, and we want to put your numbers in them. On that form, there is special skills, and people have been filling that out, and yep. We feel like perhaps people are exaggerating or putting down skills they're not actually equipped to pull off. Well, when we first put the the thing on the form, we just it, in our mind, our, where we were coming from was it would be good to have a database of what people can do. So mm. when we think of something, we go, "All oh, right, we've got a question here about BMX riding. Yeah. I wonder if we've got anyone that's listed BMX riding as their special skill." Yep. What it's evolved into, and we fully support this, mm. is people giving themselves quasi superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> like low-level X-Men capabilities <laughs> yeah, yeah. of really listing yeah. the most phenomenal array of skills. So now i got a feeling that the show is going to fast, fast become yeah. just auditing these special skills. And we tried to audit one last week. It was Nico's. He said he could tell the time whenever yeah. uh, without looking at a watch. His, uh, he, he maintained that his internal body clock mm. was minute accurate yeah. all day long. He, he could do it within a minute. Uh, we gave him a call last week. Dicker, it's Hamish from Hamish and Andy here, mate. Just wondering if you can tell me, without looking at your watch or your phone, what the time is right now. Go. 6.06pm. Oh, it sounded like you checked, Nico. Where are you in the world? I'm, I'm in a pub and I was watching the basketball. It was on the screen. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. okay. Now, we, we've cut that down a bit, yeah. but last week he we asked whether he checked. He said no. He lied first. <laughs> he lied first. And then we said, well, no, you clearly have. And that's when he admitted that he was watching off the screen. He then went on to say, look, guys, you've, you've kind of tried to test me out of what I specifically stated, which was when I wake up in the morning, yep. I can always guess within a minute of what time it is. So we got in t- contact with his wife, Tatiana. Challenge was set. We mm. said, all right, let's do this. Let's, we'll allow you, we'll audit you in your home ground. Mm. If his whole thing, and a lot of, if you do hear people claim this, going, oh, if my alarm's for 6.50 and I wake up, I know it's 6.43. Like, yep. I just know what time it is. Yes. I was sceptical. Yep. We said, here's how the experiment was going to work. And double check me if I'm wrong here, mm. Ando, but we said for a half hour window before he wakes up, Yep. We'll get Tatiana to wake up first, mm. then rouse him before his alarm goes off and film him yep. and go, right, boom, what's the time? She sent me the video, Ham. Fantastic. I've got it for you here. This is great. And I just want you to watch it and, uh, and <sighs> First ever special skill audit, and I really hope he, I he want, comes through with it. I want you to tell me whether you think, um, you know, well, just give us your thoughts on watch. Let's have a watch. All right, it's 40 seconds. Hey, guys, I'm Tatiana. I'm Nico's wife. Um... My husband claims a lot of pretty ridiculous things, and one of those things is that he can wake up every morning and tell the, tell the time exactly without any sort of device. So I'm really glad that Hamish and Andy have put him up to the challenge of proving it today. Great. It is exactly 7.18. 
He wants to get in. This is good. Great. Great time. Yep. I'm going to go and wake him up and see if this is true. Just walking in. What time is it? What time is it? What time is it? Seven. What time is it? 16. I mean, he got pretty close. So there you go. <laughs> her, face there, her face there is a mixture of love. Okay. And she's happy. She, I yeah. think she's kind of happy that she knows he's, he's fallen he out. He's two the minutes rules. off. The only thing I'm going to ask is I would have loved to see his clock that he's set his internal body clock off. Do you know what I mean? Because she might have gone off her wristwatch and mm. wristwatches and bedside clocks can be out. My problem is with a bit of setup. Do you reckon he wasn't asleep? Well, I mean, if we just play back the bit when she goes in again, have a listen. What time is it? What time is it? What time is it? Seven, what time is it? 16. I mean, he got pretty close. Is that a man that was asleep? It's in acting, Ando. <laughs> in the acting world. Yeah. Wake up acting yeah. is some of the hardest, if not the hardest thing to do. Yeah. I don't think even DiCaprio could do a convincing wake up. Some actors just can't do wake up acting. Yeah. yeah. Because you don't know if you're meant to do that, you know, clean out the mouth. People, you don't know if you're meant to be shocked and blurry-eyed. Different people wake up different ways. I think sometimes when you see someone wake up in a way you don't wake up normally, (laughs) you cry foul. Okay. So it's very, very hard to know. It's hard to know if that is acting or if that's his genuine wake-up. So Mm. people do some funny things when they wake up. Yeah. If I had my sceptical hat on, one hypothesis could be she's gone, hey, it's 7.16, I'll go to the intro, come in and wake you up. Yeah. And it's taken her two minutes to set up the camera <laughs> and two minutes has elapsed. That's why he's got it wrong. This is why but I, then would she say 718 out in the lounge room? This is why I present it to you. I was like, is there a mole? Can we trust it? I'm happy to move on if you are, but I just want to make sure. I also don't know what the next step would be. I mean, we can't, can't go do it again. We can't do it again. We can't say, we can't ring her up. He's in America too. He's yeah, Aussie, he's, but he's living in Santa Barbara or something. Yeah, Santa Monica. I mean, we could talk to the local sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> or a justice of the peace or someone. Is yeah. Let it go. A private detective. I mean, we, we, I mean, we do have a lot of time on our hands, but that much time? I, ha- I would prefer to keep money in the budget for other essentials. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, do you know what? Let's call it. He's done it. Hey, we should remind people that we've got a bell in here that uh, signifies... I won't ring it now. We have a hotel reception desk bell. No, you can't ring it because if you rung it, we'd have to finish... We haven't done anything. Yes. We'd have to finish the segment. We go on to the next bit because yeah. we want to keep momentum up. And also, I should acknowledge the new blue tracksuit from you. Changed it up a bit. It looked like I was fading... I uh, was camouflaged yep. uh, for the first two shows hmm. um, with my black tracksuit. Hmm. I like the notion that we can... Change tracksuits at any time. Okay, good. Yes. Uh, so again, if Sfida or any yeah. of the other... <laughs> Um, possibly defunct tennis brands we listed do tracksuits. We're yes. always open um, to, you know, testing out the waters of a new tracksuit. Absolutely. For our uh, podcasting. Bit of admin going. Hey, Am. I, can we draw up on, can we make it a, a goal for the year on the podcast mm. to draw up a list, because I don't know if anyone's ever done this definitively, of power moves. Oh, yes. Okay. That's a great idea. Power moves mm. can be, you can encounter them in any mm. situation in life. I thought of one actually just as I was coming in here today yep. that we got done to us. I got a great one done to me during the week yep. where I went, gee, that's a power move. <laughs> yes. And I think we should all adopt it. We got one done to us when we went and did the Today Show a couple of weeks ago, two or three weeks ago. Yep. Did you notice when we got out of the lift, the guy that was showing us into the studios because we were like crossing from Ben Fordham, hmm. 
he instead of instead of just going, oh, it's over here and guiding you with his hand, he put his hand on your shoulder and left it there for a long time. And so and he went this way. So when you walk, he just all he has to do is keep his hand on your shoulder and he looks like he's pushed you. <laughs> looks like he yeah. looks like he's sent you on that way. Yes. The only way to fight that power move is for you to stop and go, remove your hand from my shoulder. <laughs> and now because I'm walk. not controlled by you. <laughs> yes. So it's a great power move because someone's walking that way anyway, just put your hand on their shoulder and yep. you've you've pushed them that way. Putting people on a smaller seat. Just a slightly shorter seat. That's a good power move. It's a good power move. How's this one? I was waiting to get into, it was sort of like peak hour traffic during the week. Yep. Um, um, it's I was on a slipway, so you're kind of just trying to get on and it's yep. all jammed up. Someone very kindly left a spot for me to then merge into the traffic, turning left, merging into the traffic. Now, instead of just going, so th- I guess this person's gone, hmm, I'll do the right thing here, yeah. but I'm scared that leaving a spot projects a power of a situation of vulnerability. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to look vulnerable. I'm going to so weird conundrum in their head. I'm going to be nice, but I don't want to look vulnerable. I yeah. want this person, I want this guy to know that I'm that not I, weak. I'm in no, charge. Yeah. So instead of I think we'd all agree the normal thing to do is if you're driving would be to go, you know, you may sort of a please right this way so like a waiter movement with, yeah, a, yeah, with just... a, a palm open, please yes. after you and after you. Yeah. Instead this guy driving pointed at me yeah. <laughs> from his car to me, points Aggressive at me. point. Points at me to like acknowledge, do yeah. we have connection? Yeah. I don't know if I nodded to go, yes, I've connected now, proceed with the next motion. Points at me, then points at the spot. <laughs> so he's going, you go there. He's directing so traffic. So he doesn't become. Like a police officer. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't become yeah. the vulnerable person. Service. He becomes the director of the road. <laughs> yeah. Like a choir conductor, you're over there, mate. Yeah. Yeah, like he exactly. was like a football coach. And so I was left. And then he knows because yep. we've had a moment, did nine times out of ten, I'm going to have to wave. So it's like, thank you, sir, <laughs> for your bullying <laughs> gesture. Did you still wave? Yeah, I said, thank you Weak. for that. <laughs> So weak. <laughs> flipped, flipped of the bird. I should have. Yeah. I was so stunned by what was going on. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, probably just in the moment, like, I completely, <laughs> he elfed me. He elfed dogged me. And I completely, I put my snout down and didn't make eye contact with him. I should have hmm. pointed to him and gone, stop. You stop. <laughs> no, yeah, you no, stop. No, you go. You no, you're stop. You stop. <laughs> you're stopping for me. I'm not going. going for you. You're stopping. <laughs> <laughs> Ed Sheeran's in the country. Yeah, God. Uh, doing. He's permanent. Not heaps of shows. I think like Pink's beating him for the amount of shows. He's playing she, for everyone, though, isn't he? But he's just playing for everyone. He's picked huge venues. Yep. So he's playing to a million people. <laughs> Is he playing to a million? He's playing to a million Australians. So one in 23 people, some people won't go twice. Better yep. going to see Ed Sheeran. That's unbelievable. So it's, it's going to get to the stage where we're just, he's just going to get a blimp, a glass-bottomed blimp, yeah. and, <laughs> and then float across every city. city. It's be the only way you can hit the amount of people that want to see him. Exactly. And they tell everybody just to congregate. <laughs> congregate. Just outside. get on a roof, get in the street. I will be floating in a zigzag pattern. Across. He'll, still, he'll still charge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Blimps don't come for free. <laughs> we know that for a fact. We, we didn't get a free blimp. But he'll probably put a number on the bottom of the blimp you can text yeah. as an honesty system. And yeah, it's yeah, ten bucks yeah. if you see the bill. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's... I'm not going to put it down as one of my predictions for 2018. Not an official prediction, but it's a strong hunch. <laughs> <laughs> um, anytime Ed Sheeran 
comes up, and yeah. he's obviously up a lot around Australia at the moment, but comes up if he's, uh, a song comes on the radio, um, much to Jack's dismay, because we know that Jack... And for people that, that didn't listen to the radio show last year... Um, feels that, that Jack... Jack, uh, inv- Jack began a career <laughs> um, as a meme, a, an aggressive meme lord, yeah. a dark meme lord, an anti-commercial radio meme lord, based on the fact that he thought he could cheer and got played too much. Yes. To which Australia's obviously saying, not enough. A million people want to see him. Yeah. And I'm just going to clarify, jump in and clarify, yeah. I do like Ed Sheeran. Of course. I just felt commercial radio was abusing the amount of times they were playing <laughs> no. his new oh, yeah. songs. I completely understand where you're coming from. You're terrified of conflict. You'll never have it with an individual, just an organisation. <laughs> <laughs> understand. <laughs> so, anyway, so obviously he comes up in conversation over the last... Like four years with, and with, with, with since I met Beck, you know, yep. been, been with Beck for three years. She, anytime he comes up, she goes, Oh, he nearly came to my grand final party. And I'm like, To her grand final yes. party? Yeah, right. I was like, What, Ed Sheeran? She goes, Yeah, yeah, he nearly came to my grand final party. I was like, Well, I don't. <laughs> yeah. This is like when Tom Cruise was out 10 years ago <laughs> yeah. and everyone was like, Yeah, we've invited him to the footy. Yes. Like, yeah, he's not coming. Exactly. So I keep saying, He's not going to go, I will not go. He just says to everyone, Well, thank you for the invite. I'll think about it. So we're out in another social situation the weekend. People are talking about how much that uh, Ed, how many um, Ed Sheeran tickets have been sold. And, and sure enough, back to those people went, Oh, Ed Sheeran nearly came to my grand final party. And I said, You've got to yeah. stop. Saying that he nearly came, it sounds like he was at the front door, yeah. <laughs> and he forgot a bottle of red, <laughs> and so he turned around and then ran out of petrol. Yeah, so oh couldn't God, I've got no Doritos back. in my bag. <laughs> what? What? How, can, what? What are the circumstances? Did she invite him? Did he? Did she just know he was in the area? She said that she she was friends with someone who was with him at the time, and that someone was coming. Oh, and they said, Ed, I might bring Ed. And they said oh, they might bring Ed. I've got some bad news for you, Beck. Yeah. We've seen this game. So, so I said to Beck, I mean, there was, you, can't, you can't tell the story like this. No. You can't say he nearly came. You can say Ed Sheeran was invited to my party. Yeah. Um, like a friend of mine was Tom thinking, Cruise had a standing invite to the football and never went. <laughs> and he's got Tom Cruise and Barack Obama have a standing invite to come on this show. As always do. I mean, Tom's taking it up, which we appreciate. <laughs> Barack, still waiting, and I know you're not busy. Um, but hey, no, you got a book to write. The the whole point is, she can say, "Oh, a friend was with him and yep. was thinking of bringing him." But you can't say he was like, nearly. You can say, for a while, I thought he might be coming to my party mm. because that's what really what has happened. <laughs> yes. I don't want to. I don't want to sink Beck's hopes here and dreams. But Ando, you and I had an experience for a few years in radio with a publicist that would often bring out uh, large Hollywood stars. We know this streak. The, the person with the celebrity yeah. will often pretend like them and the celebrity are best friends <laughs> and are making all their decisions together about where to hang out. Yeah. There was the classic, hey, guys, do you want to go with Paul Rudd tonight? We're like, yeah. oh, yeah. really? Like, yeah, do you want to go to dinner with Paul Rudd? Sure. Okay. No worries. We'll see you there. Turn up. No, Paul. Ah, oh, sorry, guys. Paul Cook and Cubs on. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I think we know what's going on here. It happened I, twice. I don't He's think. got the same guy. Same guy. We got Are you going to dinner with Sasha and Baron Cohen? Really? Yeah, yeah great. great. Got yeah. Oh, sorry, Sasha, he's got some work to do, but I'm up for a good night out. Where do you guys want to go? <laughs> and he made his pay for the okay. dinner. <laughs> okay, I think you can't. I, I know you were in the room today when we did the interview, but I think we know what's going on here. <laughs> so that's what this person's done to Beck, going, yes. oh, I'm with, I'm with Ed. We're just, yes. we're just checking out cool places to go. Hey, I'm, this is. I'm nervous to do this because obviously when we did the Ed Sheeran Peep Show, yeah, um, people may remember that where we set up oh, a Peep yep. Show. Um, we spent some time with Ed, and at the end of that, he gave us his phone number. That's right. He's like, "Oh, you know, boys, I'm around. If you guys want to hang out." Yeah. But we again, we were like, "That's very nice of you, Ed, but you know, we're not gonna." No. And also, 
he he said this to us, and the net we knew the next yeah. day he was going on a year long. I'm throwing my photo. I'm getting off social well, media. I, type of, thing. I was thinking that at the time. I was like, weren't you just on the Today Show this morning? The day we filmed it, he was like, I'm going on a social media cleanse, a digital cleanse, yeah. uh, and I'm going to be off. I think it was for six months. Mm. So then when he was like, have my number. Yeah, it's like, like, oh, oh we just <laughs> it's a fire sale. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone can have it. Hey, You'll probably be giving it out from that blimp. I've never texted him since. You're right. <laughs> have you? I'm no, no. But I wonder whether we can I mean, text- he texted me a lot, but I'm should busy. We, should we text him now to say... Hey, we want hey, to check something. We want you. to check whether you were ever going to come to yep. Beck's grandfather Do you have party. The, we need the name of the person that Beck says he was hanging out with. That Good she call. was like, we need that person's name yep. to be like, hey, do you know Lucy Rogers? Apologies to any real Lucy yep. Rogers. Do you know Lucy Rogers? Should I um, text? Were you hanging out with her this? How many years ago is this? Well, I think it would have been four years four ago. Four years ago. Should I? Should I? T- it's hard for. Yes, I was looking up. I was hanging out with Lucy Rogers on the twenty sixth of September. Should I text Ed first? If we get a nibble, we quickly get the information. All right. Back. I reckon you said Ed. Hey, it's Hamish and Andy here. Yep. Um, wanna clara- We something's come up on the show about grand uh, AFL grand final day. I assume this is four years ago. Yep. Can we talk to you about it on the podcast? Mm-hmm. We're recording at the moment. Yep. Let's honestly give him fifteen minutes to reply. Yep. Because we can't wait around all day for what I'm going to rank as a very unlikely return text. Yep. I, I, what we do now is we okay. take a break about, for 15 how minutes. About this? I'm just, I'm, yeah. I'll go for this. Hey, man, welcome back to Oz. Okay. It's Not sure talk. if it's still your number. Yep. Hey, Mr. Andy here. We've got a, a one thirty second question we'd like to ask you for the podcast. Yeah. Come on. We'll send. now, we'll now, yeah, send it. I reckon we take a break. So <laughs> the listeners are going to hear five you know seconds. How, it's, <laughs> it's green. It's green. <laughs> It's green. He got us on the old pre-detox, <laughs> pre-detox number. Yeah, I don't think he's changed to Samsung. It was... It doesn't yeah. have a deal with Apple. Yeah, I think um, I think he's definitely changed the number. Well, let's still give it 15. 15 minutes. I mean, people are only going to hear five seconds now on the podcast. We'll yeah. take a real life break for 15 minutes. Talk to him five seconds for you, 15 minutes for us. <laughs> 15, 15 minutes has passed. 15 minutes. We just decided whether... Should we discuss whether we should give it 16 or 17? But um, no contact. Yeah. Right, Ando. Yes. Uh, onto, new, onto other business. Yep. Obviously, during the week, a lot of buzz about H&A coin. Um, yeah. Our analog coin. We have launched uh, the design. I think we put the design up on Facebook. Should we call it a currency? Analog currency. Yeah, it's a currency that revolves around an analog coin. Coin, yeah. It's an analog coin-based currency. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if you look closely at the coin, on the back, there's a unique coin number, unique to every coin. Yeah. Uh, instructions on the back, do not forge this coin. Mm. On the front, this is official H&A currency. I think we may even say maybe analog currency. Uh, then underneath, this is, the, this, is the, this is where the money is. This is the real valuable bit. It says uh, one H&A coin equals one Bitcoin at all times. Yep. Now that, just, just that very fact has put us in control of north of Three million dollars worth of bi- of coin of H and A coin, yeah. Well, of H and A coin, but because one coin equals one Bitcoin, yeah, we're rich, hmm. uh, which is really a really fun feeling. But yep. we're not going to sit on it ourselves. Obviously, we're going to distribute it out to the people. We minted one hundred one coin coins, yes, and twenty eight coin coins, of which you and I have one each. We the only coins that have been distributed in, in principle thus far yep. are to us. I know this looks a little corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> are to us the heads of the Reserve Bank. Yeah, we'll. T- <laughs> 
we'll, we'll take one. I suppose it's like going down to the mint and just going, geez, a lot of money being yeah. printed off. Might just take a few bags it's home for like, the kids. It's, it's like a cheesel <laughs> fresh off the factory They floor. do say it's the best. Yes. Not the floor, <laughs> but off the conveyor belt. <laughs> yeah, I know, they but say the factory floor. Yeah, the yeah. factory line. Yes. The production line, they do say it's the best thing you'll ever taste, a hot yeah. cheesel or a hot twisty. Do they make them in Australia? Yeah, Smith's make the twisties. That's who told us when we did the gravy chip. He was should, like... We should head out to the... South Australia, the twisty factory. I looked into it. We could find some time to get across there and, and taste a taste a fresh cheese or fresh twist. Fresh I was going to take you out there for your bucks party. Then you found out that girl was in Russia. She was a bot. She was tricking you. I know we don't talk about the that. The girl's going to marry. Yeah. You mean, yeah. <laughs> but that's what I was going to do for your bucks. What? Take you the che- take you the twisty factory. All right, all right. But well, then it was so... We just still, he still go. But then when we found out Olga was like, oh, right, right. okay. Yeah. But she didn't really need all that money for <laughs> medical stuff. <laughs> but, you know, but that's... We we're going to... Let's go one day as an excursion for the show. The to show, the that'd be twisty great. Twisty factory. I'd love mm, to. Mm. Back to H&A coin. Mm. You and I have got the eight... The reason we minted the eight coin coin uh, was because Jack, at one stage in his life, had seven bitcoins yep. and we wanted to have more than he ever had. Yes. Um, and lorded over him. Mm. And I'm enjoying that. Yep. I know the question on everyone's lips is, okay, you bought these in January. You ordered these in January. Mm. I have spent very, very little money, yeah. only $1,000. Yep. And now we have over $3 million worth of coin. Yes. Are they here yet? Well, obviously things take time. I mean, they're being minted. The unique coin numbers are being cross-referenced, checked, make yep. sure there's no double-ups. From what I understand from the guys minting them, they're still on their way, which I think we all agree is a very acceptable delay. Yes. And no one's upset about that. One thing caught me off guard, though. Um, have I... Did you guys get any weird calls throughout the week? No. You didn't know what... No one no one buzzed you? No. I got a really weird call. And I wasn't going to answer because, you know, I don't yeah. really answer private number. It's always a bit suspicious, an unknown number. Mm. Something... I must have been feeling generous or I had a bit of time. <laughs> Something came over me and I thought I would... Mm. I thought I would answer. Got a super... Did you get a weird call, Jack? <laughs> okay, we both didn't, <laughs> I didn't have a weird good. call. Because it's about, it's to do with Bitcoin. I know Jack's a bit of a bit, Bitcoin. Yeah, well, Jack's a bit of a Bitcoin weasel because yeah. he bought them behind our back. He did. He bought his seven behind our back. But I, that's why I thought you might have got a call. I didn't get a call this week. Interesting. I did. Listen to this. I was able to quickly record it off my phone. Hello? Yes, this is the inventor of Bitcoin. Whoa, what? The real inventor? Yes. How did you get my number? Man, I invented Bitcoin so I can buy anything from the dark web. Ooh, the dark web. I have heard of that. Okay, I believe you. Why are you calling me? Because I also see that you have created H&A coin that is worth one Bitcoin. You are very clever. Oh, thank you. It's sort of a show thing now. It's a whole team effort. But yes, we've got analog coins that are worth one Bitcoin. Why, you want one? Yes, I'm very interested. I have all my money bloody tied up in a Bitcoin. I want to trade for H&A coin. Okay, well, just like everyone else, shoot us an email and uh, we'll, we'll sort of assess on a need-by-need basis. But just asking for one usually isn't the way to get an H&A coin. You are wise and fair. I take it the H&A coin is not in your possession yet. Yeah, still waiting on some production delays, unfortunately. But, you know, it'll be here very, very soon, so no worries there. Everyone's very happy to wait. Yes, it took me a very long time to make Bitcoin, too, so I understand. Cool. Also, one more thing. Cackling Jack. The Bitcoins he thinks he owns, they are fake. <laughs> but don't...
don't tell him. I sometimes put fakies out there just to keep weasels on their toes. <laughs> Good one. I won't tell him. Good. Talk to you later. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> and I never, you never know when he'll call. <laughs> no. And I've never, what I haven't heard from him since. Is he from again? Who, no one knows. <laughs> no one knows. seemed to change. Maybe that's some sort of scrambler he has on his voice because he can't let his identity be known. <laughs> Definitely detected some Italian. <laughs> and uh, something else we got to quickly touch on from last week was mm. we talked about the song uh, Get a Haircut, Get a Real Job. Yes. Uh, uh, we people... struggled for a grab last week. We didn't we got one this plan way. ahead. Let's have a listen to it. Get a haircut, get a real job. Clean your act up and don't be a slob. Get it together like your big brother Bob was the part that we liked. We liked, and now that was a that's a song from a long time ago. It was by a guy called uh, George Thoroughgoods. Yes. and I think it's just Thoroughgood. <laughs> yeah, just singular. It sounded like a company. But there he for a came second. from George's Thoroughgoods. <laughs> uh, yeah, George Thoroughgood. He 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 rocked out. And I mean, we heard that as kids. Like that that refrain got stuck in our head. Now we were. Talking about it on last week's show, wondering, are there real-life George-Bob combos yes. where George is, you know, a younger brother, Bob is the older ideal, yeah. and he has we, a nice I, haircut and a nice job. We guess that his parents are the ones saying, get yeah. a haircut, get a real True. job. That's probably sung from the parents' perspective. Yeah, clean your act up like your, your big, big brother, brother Bob. Bob. So we said, look, anyone get any real-life George-Bob combos? Yes. Where Because w- we were sort of saying, I bet in real life... George trumped him. Yeah, in well, the end, George is now a superstar. Y- you think you think Bob, you think Bob yeah. is going to be the you know you think Bob's got it together in his twenties. Yeah. Oh, he's you know he's, he's got a degree. He's a lawyer. And just a wait, just, and a haircut. <laughs> just wait, because yeah. the world favors sometimes the Georges of this world. Yeah. They're the Steve Jobses. Got a great one here from Dan. He goes, "Yes, I'm a I'm part of a Bob and George combo. <laughs> I am the older brother." Who got all the awards all through school? So he's the Bob. Okay. He's the Bob. Um, he got a science and an actuarial degree at uni. Right. So hardcore stats. Um, he's now working as a business analyst. Wow. So the parents would be like, "Oh, look at Dan! What a Bob!" Growing up, his little brother was a nightmare. Um, uh, he he. It says here he had ODD, which I it could be a cousin of ADD or possibly a typo. Yeah. Um, but either way, he said, "Look, you know, you couldn't get him to do anything. He'd go nuclear, dropped out of school, grew a rank mullet." Started sleeping 24 hours a day, so he hibernated. Yeah, right. It was hard to have ADD as well as <laughs> hibernate. It must have been restlessly sleeping. Yeah. Going to bed later and later, and then he, you know, he became nocturnal. He needed uh, to get a haircut and a real job and needed rank to... Rank mullet. He needed to clean his act up like yeah. Dan yeah. slash Bob, his big brother. He went on eventually, mm. much later, to go to uni and learn about software. Then, now, he's the lead developer of, quote, the coolest video game his brother Dan has ever played. What's that? Well, no, he doesn't say what the game is, but he goes, he's the lead developer of the coolest video game I've ever played. Wow. And he goes, and he's a top bloke as well. So, again, Thank he you. leapfrogged him, <laughs> started off as a George, yes. had a Bob crushing yes. him and sucking up all the parents' respect. Yep. Now, the younger George has created a great vid- video virtual reality game. game. Got a lot of emails as well <laughs> on, a similar thi- on a similar topic. I've never listened to the whole song. Have you? Could you honestly say you've listened no. to the whole song? Turns out this idea is sort of addressed in the song. All oh, right. <laughs> the last the last verse goes, I hit the big time with my rock and roll band. The future's brighter now than I'd ever planned. I'm ten times richer than my big brother Bob, but he got a haircut, he got a real job. So right. George knows. <laughs> 
a lot of people pointed out to us, if you keep listening, you know, this whole thing of us going last week, wow. I bet, I bet George ended up doing better. It's you just have to listen to the end of the song. It's the point of the song. I mean, it was released in 1977, so it's yeah. not a song we're listening to a lot, but it kind of is the point of the song. But in, I think in a way it reinforces what we were saying. Yeah, exactly. And George knew, we knew, and we got a real George. Got a lot of George-Bob combos. Did Macklemore buy that moped? I mean, I haven't listened to the whole thing. I didn't get to the end. He of the gets, it. gets it. Yeah, he gets it straight away. <laughs> Hey, in radio as well as the podcast, we've noticed that uh, you have to know how to lip read because this, the sound booths here that we record the show in the studio, they are soundproof. Yeah. And our producers often sit outside yeah. uh, behind, look, two panes of glass that's vacuum sealed. So they often be saying to you, wrap it up. Oh, this sounds good. <laughs> Keep this up. <laughs> wrap it up. I too think long. When I'm talking about maybe yep. H&A coin, they, I often lip read yeah. everyone yelling, acceptable delays <laughs> and stuff like, you know, they'll get here when they get here and we're not waiting at all. <laughs> and in radio days, it was, you've read the sponsor's name incorrectly or something like that. And you, there was a regular kind of... It's KFC, not JFC. <laughs> Sorry. There was a theme to their kind of things that they'd be telling us yeah. so you could basically know what they were saying. But if they said anything that was completely out of context, you couldn't quite lip read it. Yes, something like, you know, if they if, if they perhaps were just having a chat amongst themselves, mm. which quite often they were doing, uh, about what they're doing on the weekend or what they're going to have for dinner, very hard to lip read. And you and I would try and guess what they were saying. Yeah. We thought we'd turn that into a game today where we're going to send Jack outside He's going to say three phrases to us. Through two panes of glass, yeah. the podcast listeners will be able to hear Jack's phrases. Yep. We will not, mm. giving them an informational advantage over <laughs> us and a power move, a position <laughs> of power. And Jack, you then will we'll, we'll have a guess yep. each. You award who you think was the closest. Yep. And the okay. only thing I have to do is make sure it's out of context so it's not about the podcast, yep. not about microphones or exactly. buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Which are your two jobs, I guess. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and don't opening. panic. Don't go, man, the, 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 what a nice shiny bell I've been <laughs> pressing today. Um, Jack, fire off the opener. Head outside. Then I watched his face. Cause I'm a lip reader Without a trace Of doubt in my mind Jack said mm. Okay, Jack that's, that's the bit where Jack says it Can you hear me? Jack is outside Oh, we can't hear him, we can't hear him can Okay, we? okay We're not going to be able to hear him yet Okay, well, this uh, bed's fading down Is it confusing? And... Yeah, that's good Let's okay. get rid of it, actually yeah. I'm glad it's going Yeah Alright We're giving Jack the thumbs up First phrase I did not achieve. Oh, <laughs> he stopped halfway through and he's coming. I misspoke. I misspoke. Oh, he's misspoke. <laughs> he's, mis- <laughs> he's panicked. He's panicked. Okay. okay, okay. All right. All right. Calm okay. it down. We're getting the thumbs up from Jack. Who would have thought that this would be such a difficult game to pull off? <laughs> and Jack, all you have to do is say it. Like, say you know, it. You it's just English. Just in English. English. So I guess our listeners would have heard the misspoke. Yeah, they would have heard the misspoke. I can't wait to hear that. What? <laughs> Yes, I mispronounced okay. a word. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Give me some thumbs up. up and high eyebrows. I did not attend church as a child. Hmm. Damn it. Okay, I think I've got something. Okay, I've got something. Um, it's certainly mine's certainly out of context. Okay, you go first, Hamish. I did not kick an urchin or a child. 
I thought you said I did not say Ed Sheeran couldn't drive. I'll have to give it to Hamish. I did not attend church as a child, so oh. child was in there. <laughs> That's not bad. Oh, I'm not kicking urchin or a child. I got the ch. I got the ch. I got the ch. <laughs> All right, round well, one to Hamish. Okay, well, oh, thanks, Jack. <laughs> Damn it. And well done now on attending church regularly as an adult. So we both got I did not, didn't we? Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, he's also enunciating a lot more. I think, yeah, okay. Off you go, Jack. I am stronger than this time last year. Okay. I think... I'm making my way back into the studio to see their guesses. Okay, I think, I think you said... You got what's something, hand? I am slightly smaller than this time last year. Good oh, yeah. guess. <laughs> I'm so glad that it's fine to Leah. I'm going to have to award to Andy. Very close. I am stronger than this time last year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's not fine to Leah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Which I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm glad that I was wrong that you thought it was, it was so, you're so glad that it's fine to Leah. <laughs> last one. Last one. Um, who would have thought we'd be locked at one apiece, Ham? Okay. I miss the sandy beaches of Byron Bay. I think I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, think, I, think I, I think I heard it through I the think, door. I think I heard that one through the door. <laughs> Maybe it you, you can it. hear me through the glass. I think so. I miss I think, the sandy beaches of Byron Bay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably just yelling at it a bit. <laughs> I'll give you. Do you want one more? And I'll one more. It, it will be almost go, a whisper. Go even through more glass. Go into that other studio. Oh, okay. Because, <laughs> I mean, this has just become a, f- a fun way for us to pretend we're lip readers. <laughs> All right, here he goes. Okay, he's, now he's in. Yeah, he's we're not miles get, away. Yeah. I can't actually see him. Yeah. All right, can you both see me? Okay, give me yes. a thumbs up. Thumbs up. $100 is a lot of money. Now, I actually wrote down my... Th- first few phrases and that one I had to come up with on the spot so it's not as good I'm making my way into the studio do you want to go first hand with me <laughs> like okay so I reckon I picked up some words yes so the way this is usually working and I'm just kind of you have to put other bits in to make it make sense yeah. you know what I mean like I've got keywords but I think I got in 100 seconds I'll steal a beanie right okay interesting I said I thought you said when I had a seizure, I was faking. No. <laughs> no, he wasn't, and that's why I was saying to you, please call an ambulance. <laughs> no, uh, I said, what was yours again, Hamish? In 100 seconds, I'll steal a beanie. I said, $100 is a lot of money. Pretty close. I'll give it to Hamish. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> we just realised we finished that last bit. Hit the bell and you can't talk after the bell. But um, that is it for the show. <laughs> we didn't say goodbye. So um, we're doing that. You know, this is this is exactly like where you've been talking to like someone for ages on the phone or your mum or something yeah. and it's breaking up. 
but and you then, were, you were just saying goodbye, goodbye and you yeah. didn't actually legitimately get a goodbye and you have to call back to say goodbye yeah and you get roped in because we can't dinner next thursday <laughs> yeah. and you are out you are <laughs> out, out. you got away safely you've done a really yes. great call and if it wasn't for that dropout bit between mm. the bridge and mm. where your house is you would have got away with it a couple of bit of bits of housekeeping ham yeah. people if they wanted to hear any of the past shows yeah. they've got a Hamish and Eddie app we do. um some people wrote in about that i think it's like a subscription based it's not a lot of money like three bucks for like half a year or something or six bucks for the whole year you can listen to any show we've ever done it's better That's, money that you'll spend than that on candy crush although it, look you know sometimes you got to buy a free life or one of the extra jellies i understand that i've been there had a problem <laughs> <laughs> these episodes are also up there but they are for free uh up there always for and, free if you are getting this podcast from a service that charges you you yeah, are yeah. being fleeced <laughs> my friend fleeced i say we should also point out the dollar offer stands yeah if you, see us, if you see us in the, this is Australian dollars. Australian dollars. I don't yeah. think we've mentioned it this year on the podcast, yeah. but if you are new to this podcast, it's a tradition. It's always been a tradition of this podcast. Mm. If you see us in the flesh in real life, you get a dollar. Mm. If you see Jack, you get two dollars. Two dollars cash. Although now, if Jack, you, if, if, you, if you have your if you have your bank details on you, because Jack claims Jack claims he's cashless. If you have your bank details on you, Jack has to. Transfer you. I think the attend. latest one was if you have a reader that can a do machine, a PayPass, a, pay, tap, like a tap and pay. I'll pay I'll no, tap. We wouldn't have agreed to that because that's who's got a reader. Yeah, that we said. Oh, we said makes it hard. I think we said people have, we said, have a business think, card made up for for Jack Post. Like, it has to have your name on it with their bank details, and then you have to transfer the money from your account. <laughs> oh, that seems ten dollars hard as a PayPass reader. So you allow that? I'll allow that, but I'm out. I'm cashless now, so I can't. Yeah, but you got give, your phone. I can't. I know, but I can't give two dollars out. Okay, that's why it's ten. Yep, you yep. never did. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> you never did. Uh, your life was filled with loopholes and excuses around why you didn't have to give two dollars, and that's why we've upped it to ten. And I pray everyone. It's really simple. Just go home, write on a business card uh, for Jack. Yeah. Your BSP, your account number. It's easily accessible from your phone, and then you'll get ten bucks. Yes. Got to be printed out. I don't. If it's handwritten, then you could have seen me in a cafe go and grab a napkin. No, handwritten's fine. No. <laughs> No, okay, print it out. <laughs> <laughs> the loopholes we'll continue. <laughs> we'll see you next see week, you everyone. Next week. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.